Oh, good morning, everybody. <coughs> uh, hey, DJ, how are you? Hey, hey, Blake. Just, you know, about as good as you can be in this situation. Oh, my. Welcome to Big so here, Baller Brunch. So- <laughs> just skip the formalities. Just let it, <laughs> let it ride. We're done with this now. Just Welcome the seven listeners. Just shut up and let us get oh, mad. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, what a wild, wild night! Um, I don't. There's not much more that can be said, can there? I I I was hoping to analyze, <laughs> to no, to, yeah, to have opinions. <laughs> so that's the thing. That's the thing about it. Like I wanted to like come to this and be like, okay, I was, you know, have things to say about you know the Cavs and their game plan and the, what the Warriors are doing. But basically, my take here's my take from that game. LeBron is the best player mm-hmm. that, like, the best human being in the history of basketball, and that's that's really the only thing that I can say. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm glad I, you took my talking point. So keep going. Yeah, that's what I'll, I'm saying. I'll, I'll find so, something else. I don't have. I honestly don't have. Like, and and no one really should. Like, you should walk away from that game and see the fact that I you just it was so obvious that this man is the greatest athlete to ever step foot on a basketball court and it's still not enough that's what's flabbergasting i i've been on you know the jordan lebron debate is probably like the 87th fun thing about basketball it's pretty low on the list for me because in the end i'm just like any debating about where players stand it it can kind of just get pedantic and annoying in some regard i'm like i know who's better than who yeah like lebron james is better than Reggie Miller like I know that but at some point I'm just like what do we matter most it's so subjective and and all these different things and so it, it's it's annoying just because how many people just live and die by it and I've always been on the fence um I kind of tweeted this out but I've talked to people about it tonight already I've always been on the fence um in the past two years let's say ever since the 3-1 comeback and um what do they say that you know I think LeBron and Jordan pretty much 1A 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 1B that if someone's yeah. like a major LeBron fan I can argue Jordan to him if someone's a major LeBron, a Jordan fan, I can argue LeBron to him. I think there's talking points for every one because they're both such amazing basketball players. But uh, I'm done. This man just yeah. put up a 51-8-8 no. eight eight with a bleeding eye with teammates that barely even helped that has looked just pathetic for two straight months against a team that has the greatest assembly of talent in the history of basketball. Literally two MVPs, two other top three players in the league, six total former All-Stars on that team. And he needed overtime and an idiot teammate to lose by five. Yeah. I can't, I, I, I can't be on the fence anymore. This man's the greatest so, ever play. No, you can't. I, you know that that's, that's interesting. And you brought, bring up some good points, but one thing that was glaringly obvious to me is yeah. Like, okay. Talent gap. There's, there's four or five all or four all-stars with Iggy and former all-star David West on that team. And Sean Livingston, who was a, t- you know, a lottery pick, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. One thing that became glaringly obvious is LeBron is worth two and a half of every other player. So like, I don't, did, did that make yeah. sense? The math way checks it? out. Math checks out. Manalytics. Yeah, the math, yeah, the math checks out, right? The analytics of it, like he's he's great. He's tough. No, um, but like, can you imagine if there were two Lebrons on one team? What the score like? Just what the uh, games would be like. You know uh, what I'm saying? So so my thing is like with with the Warriors that have four people, four stars like that, and Lebron still to keep up. Like his value is he's worth two of Kevin Durant, if you ask. Yeah. Me. It's and that's that was my that was a huge takeaway. And then I forgot what else I was gonna say. 
uh, what did you bring up? Oh yeah, um, the LeBron Jordan, the LeBron Jordan thing. I've kind of cooled off on that too because I came to a conclusion in the, a while back where you can only take like you can debate era, you can debate numbers, whatever. But my opinion, you can only debate tape. You can only debate what is what is there. Mm-hmm. So watching LeBron's games and watching Jordan's games. Now, unfortunately, I haven't watched as many Jordan games as I sh- as as anyone else. I'm not yeah. even going to say as I should because I don't care. Well, really I mean, he's much. been out of the league forever. So. But but you can only take when you're talking about greatest players of all time. You have to take them as a player, not as a player on a team, not as a player in a system, as a player. And to me, he's the best player. He does more things better than everyone else and than anyone else in the history of the NBA. So that's really my only take. Now, like we can get into, we can talk and react about the game. Like JR, what were you doing? George Hill, make a three turnover calls and stuff like that. If you want to do that, let's, let's go. But to me, that's the only thing taking away from game one. I mean, there, there still is. I mean, there's a lot of things that I could say. Um, uh, <laughs> um, I honestly can't like I, I had a lot of thoughts running through. And what I'm mainly mad about is I had about four good memes in the chamber in the drafts mm. on Twitter for right when this LeBron when the when the Cavs stole game one. I was like, I'm gonna fire these off one every three minutes, just reap the faves. Yeah. <laughs> so you know what you know what was impressive about the game though that I didn't expect? And I think everyone was just waiting for the It was entertaining. Where, well there's that <laughs> it there's was that, close. But, yeah, yeah. The fact that it was close. But no, to to that, everyone was waiting for the balloon, like the twenty five point, thirty point. Oh yeah, yeah, the third quarter. Everyone was waiting. Everyone was waiting, and the Cavs, kind of as a unit, and ninety eight percent of it is LeBron. Just kind of, they they had an answer, they had an answer, and I think the if if I'm a member of the Cleveland Cavaliers right now, I'm going into that locker room fired up that this is game one, and guess what? They're gonna have to deal with what we just brought seven more times now. Is that going to be the case? Can the Warriors kick it into another gear? Most likely. I don't think game two is going to be as close as game one was. But if, the, if you're the Cavs, you, the best way to get that taste out of your mouth is go back on Sunday night and do the exact same thing you just did. Yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be pretty hard, I feel, because Tristan's probably going to be suspended, I imagine, after yeah. that little dust-up. Um, but uh, – and so I, I wonder if it's – I don't think I, I, the the hard part is though is the Warriors probably will never shoot that bad. Yeah, um, what was their again, final percentage? I uh, can look right now, but but I remember saying that during the game, like when they when the Cavs were just hanging around, it was a six seven point lead late in the fourth. I'm like, okay, you either got to turn this on now because they're never going to shoot this bad again. Oh, uh, they didn't shoot. Um, they shot thirty six percent from three. Okay, never mind. That's, that's not that bad. I'm gonna look at their season average. That's them. That's them hitting all those cheap ones though. In overtime, they yeah, hit like four okay. yeah, points too. They hit, yeah, some wide open shots. Because I mean, yeah. once you saw it go to overtime, I had, I had no belief yeah, that and, they were going to even that the Cavs even had a chance of winning. The the thing that was disappointing about that though is that you saw it on the Cavs' faces that they, oh yeah they didn't believe it either. Yeah, one hundred percent. And and that Jr. thing, I mean, for a guy who's been to four finals and and for that to happen is uh, just amazing. Um, I mean, I'm going to yeah. say the same stuff as 18,000 other people on Twitter, like about all these takes. Like it just, it, but it still blows my mind that you can be paid as a professional basketball player and not know the score in the game one of the finals with four seconds left. Yeah, happens, and and he pretty much that from the pulpit. 
or the podium or so, whatever. So, <laughs> um, yeah. That, that, that JR told him he thought that they were up. Which, hey, I mean. So what are the timeout rules? Because if you're Ty Lu, why are you not running down the court to call timeout? Yeah, that's another thing I thought, like, I would have just called one right there. Yeah, or LeBron. Or LeBron yell at yeah. somebody in timeout, yeah. timeout. Oh, you, they could have called one. They had a timeout. That was another thing that's I thought. That's what I'm saying. I mean, obviously, the, you know, the blame we're going to lay at JR's feet first on that, on that particular play. Because, um, I mean, yeah, George Hill's kind of getting walking out scot-free, even though he missed a second free throw, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, 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 and you can't blame an entire game on, on one play. Um, but at these moments, it feels like you can. <laughs> no, there's that. <laughs> when you would have made a, a, a five-foot bunny with three seconds left. So here's the thing. So here's, here's what I thought. Watching this real time, my reaction, he grabs the board, and I kind of like – I see him start to like run out to the free throw line or the three-point line, and uh-huh. I'm like, okay, he thought he was going to get blocked, which, I mean, KD was sitting right there in the key. You know, if he would have tried to go yeah. up for a putback, KD had a good chance of contesting it. So I thought he was running out to go call timeout and like prevent a jump ball because there were still five seconds left. There's plenty of time. Yeah. You know? And so to get a shot. Yeah. And the amazing thing was, is like when he looks around, it still doesn't click in his head, like what he's doing. And then he just throws the ball over to George Hill. And, and the funny thing is, is instead of trying to force the ball to LeBron, he throws it to George Hill again. It's like, you have, yeah. in my, in my opinion, he had three things that he, that I thought he was doing. And he ended up getting the worst. And he the did worst none of them. Exactly. So <laughs> he did literally the worst. <sighs> so that was rough. I, um, I, I, there's obviously I have rooting interest, and I feel, I feel, I everyone knows I can't shoot for the Warriors. It's morally repugnant to me. But, no, Blake, it's, remember how we were, remember how I was like, uh, I'm not going to slander the Warriors. I'm not going to talk bad. Well, I remember why I felt that way after watching this. Tell me. Tell me your Did feelings. you see them? These, <laughs> I can't believe oh it. Oh my gosh. I, I, I mean, I would, if I'm playing, so I can, my only basketball that I play now is pickup. Oh, if I played pickup against these guys, we would have been fighting. Like, oh it, yeah. Oh my gosh. The, you, these guys, are, their backs are up against the wall. They're playing horrible the whole game. One guy is beating them. One person is mm-hmm. beating them. And they just, the moment they get the lead, they're just chirping. Chirping, like oh yeah, hundred percent. Oh like, my gosh, dude! The hybrid, of the, the the rare hybrid hyena birds. Oh my gosh, Dr- Draymond Green shoots what like four of eleven, and he's like flexing in front of everyone. Draymond Green shoots he's like he's got a backpack on, man. Gosh, I don't get. I oh, yeah. I can't believe that when LeBron went to the foul line and Draymond started flexing, I'm like, how do you like you're winning? Like we know you're gonna win this game, and like we know you you're probably gonna win the championship. All this stuff, I just don't get how you can be so unaware to flex like that and be like and not realize you had the game gifted to you and not realize that LeBron is 10 times the player you ever be and I just don't get how you can be so my voice is just getting higher and higher yeah I know yeah you can be so uncognizant uh it was rough um unbearable unbearable team the Warriors are it's and and last and I don't know you just got a dude giving you the business the whole night. Just yeah, as my good friend you. on Twitter said, if you watch that game and still have positive feelings towards the Warriors, I want no part of you. None. No part. That's a great a tweet. Must have said. I don't know who wrote that. Might have to give him a follow. Might have to. That's funny. I just there's there's I mean positive. It's it's hard to look at any semblance of this game and and pull away a positive takeaway for the Cavs just because you know everyone on that you're just gonna be so steamed and so mad like it's, it's hard now 
to, to pull away. Cause I honestly, I mean, three hours ago, four hours ago, I don't even know what time it is. I, I, I said the Warriors were winning this game. That outcome hasn't changed. You know, like I predicted them to win in five total. <laughs> so um, it's just like me and women, the first sign of light. I, I got my hopes up. <laughs> I let yeah. myself fall for yeah. it again. And there she yeah. goes saying we're well, better but, as friends as she changes the blocking call. But I think, though, that we all had a reason to believe because it looked like they were going to win the game. George Hill makes the free throw. It oh, looked like they had, they're, you know, they're up with five seconds left. Now the Warriors are probably going to get a good shot off. But then, oh, honestly, yeah. like, it was best-case scenario, George Hill missing that free throw and Jr. grabbing it. Yeah. If you could it guarantee a made free throw or what happened, I would have taken what happened 100%. You take, you take what you happened got the and ball you call the timeout. And you have a timeout and even a good look if Jr. had just – taking one dribble and shot, you know, because then you're up by up by two with 2.4 seconds left, which, yeah, it's still scary. But if you made the free throw, you're up one with four seconds left. And, and yeah, I mean, that's just any shot on any of the court by anyone on that team, and that's probably a win. So it's just – it's I don't know. The takeaway – I'm going to have to rewatch some of the, the clips, the, the game film tomorrow to kind of – because I was at Buffalo Wild Wings watching this with friends yeah. that I have in real life um nice and and, and and yeah flexing on the timeline and i'm gonna have to you know kind of get more of an understanding of, of, of how the game went and, and just the strategy and things because the Cavs honestly look so much better than they have all like for the past two months i'll say like their offense yeah. moved well apart from the 10 jordan clarkson minutes <laughs> oh where... my gosh <laughs> if you're what what do you think like if you're jordan clarkson and you get off the plane when you get back to cleveland do do you call for extra security or like what, how do you go about moving around in that town? I, I don't know. I think, I think everyone except like love green and, and James aren't safe. I just, I, <laughs> I, I don't know how Corver doesn't end up in those final minutes. I don't know why Chetty Osmond isn't playing more than Clarkson. Like I honestly don't know what Clarkson's bringing to the team right now. Like Clarkson yeah. ended up having 17 minutes and went Osmond didn't even play. Like why Osmond's is he shooting perfect. nine shots in 17 minutes? I don't know. I have no idea. Like, Osman likes to pass the ball and take good shots. Well, Jordan not only that, doesn't he, like to do either of those. And he put, well, Osman hustles and plays defense. Yeah. I mean, I, I get he's not a perfect player, but how does LeBron end up with a minus 13 overall? No, that's why the plus minus is stupid. It is a bad stat, but still, that blows my mind. Corver was a plus 10. Okay. This is why the plus minus is the dumbest stat of all time. We already know that. But Jordan Clarkson went two for nine, had four points, zero assists, and he was plus eight. <laughs> oh, my heck. <laughs> oh. To me. Does that um, – I, I don't even want to get into that. Ugh. That game was we, that game was an emotional – like, I, I felt – I've heard of this tweet a lot or seen this tweet a lot. People are like, I feel physically sick. Um, yeah. That feeling was, like, familiar. <laughs> that game was like familiar where like just nothing ever really went right. <laughs> yeah, he was and... just so close and then just so heartbroken. So I, what I, here's what I hope I don't see. I hope I don't see a dejected Cavs team on Sunday night and they just get yeah. pummeled. I hope, I hope, and I know one person will, um, I hope they come back out and just spit right back in their face. I, I mean, I'd love for that to happen. I, I, I don't – how do you get up after this game? Like, obviously, they're professional athletes and they're better than me. Um, <laughs> but it's, well, it's, it's a wild time. I think, I think you get up after it by saying, like, look, 
this is game one. Everyone expected this to be a blowout. We were trying to get our feet wet here. Now we got, like, we had their back against the wall. We'll make some adjustments. They'll make some adjustments. It's going to be a war. Like, I'd be, I'd, I'd go after the mentality, all right, they won theirs. We're going to go home, win ours. This is going to be a seven-game series. Yeah. I think it's the only way you have to approach it. You can't, like, that's why I, kind of like some of the comments from Ty Lue kind of bugged me because he's like, we just got robbed. We deserve this game. It's like, yeah, you, you can say that. And, yeah, it's fighting for your guys. But but I don't know. In that situation, I'd just be like, hey, we got seven more of these – or six more of these games. And I'd want to yeah. exude that confidence, send a message to the Warriors like, we're not going anywhere. Yeah, it was a tough one, but, you know, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, you take that away. You can't – I mean, it's just – it's just the fact of the matter is you can't say, hey, well, it, we should have that one. I mean, in my eyes, Adam Silver should gift them the win. He's a coward if he doesn't. But um, like, that's, just, that's just the name of the game is you lost. You have an L. But you just had to take what you did, what was successful, in, and, and do it again. And just keep trying to do it. Because honestly, anything above any, – I mean, anything is, is, is a win in this series. Like, I still – the Warriors are definitely, I still think, will win the series. It's going to be hard for them to win four of the next six, even though they've done it before without yeah. Katie. But, um, yeah, you, you had to have that mentality. I don't know if they do. I can't play sports psychiatrist for what's going on in the Cavs locker room. I know LeBron will. There's no way LeBron's going to just not care. Like, he's, he had that moment in 2011, and he's grown. He's passed that, and he's the greatest basketball player in the world. And so he's not going to come out and be, and be flat at all. But everyone else might. And so it, it, is, it is hard as a fan. Because, you know, above all, like, I, I really want good basketball. Like, if the Warriors end up winning in six, but we had close games like this, and, and like, if the Warriors won on a buzzer beater tonight, they would have, you know, definitely – I can't deny that. They got the buzzer beater, obviously. And, but good basketball is what I want most of all. Like, if it's five games with, you know, 17-point wins every time, that's horrible. And it, we're starting out strong, and, and that's what we want. But So – can I can I say one, one more thing about this or the Warriors? Why they're, yeah, we'll allow it. We'll allow it. Why they're insufferable to me right now? These Warriors is because uh, like I listen to KD's comments and Steph and Draymond, and they're like, "Well, you need luck." Or KD KD kept saying, "I'm glad it happened the way it happened. I'm glad we don't have to worry about this." It's like be more of a fish. Then you're basically admitting to everyone that you got lucky. Like. It is so obvious that these guys got outplayed, and then they have the audacity to snicker at the guy and, and poke and poke basically poke the bear, who's de- who's destroying them on the court by himself. And then after the game, they're just like uh, like almost borderline laughing this off. It's, yeah, it is. I, it is the most insufferable group of people. I thought the Seahawks from 2012 to 2015 were just the. I thought it was the worst team ever assembled. I honestly like <laughs> personality wise, I thought it was, but no, these guys are by far the, the worst group of, per, uh, this is putting it lightly for me, the worst group of personalities ever. Yeah. It's, I just, it's hard to, I, I just, I keep tweeting about it. Cause I want to keep losing followers. Like if you, I can't if you, like them. you're cheering for the warriors, please unfollow I can't me. Like these guys. I just keep tweeting. Like, how can you cheer for this team? Like for, for the for the guys who've been a Warriors fan their whole life, I I, I get that. That's yeah, different. for the forty eight people but a from lot of, Oakland, a lot of Warriors fans they don't care about KD. It's a funny thing. Ugh. Like honestly, KD could leave this summer and be like, "Well, it was fun. All right, yeah. <laughs> take care, pal." Like which which just blows my mind that a top three player in the league could just bounce and be like, "Yeah, well, you know, we'll we'll still be in the yeah, finals." 
And and they were a lot more likable, I feel, a couple of years ago. Draymond can always catch these hands as he pummel me to death. But, you know, I put up a strong showing. Yeah, I um, I, they were definitely more likable then. <laughs> I had to get one body shot in, the kidney, when he was turned yeah. around. Um, it's just – I just don't get it. It's just become so annoying. And uh, the KD, I, I really don't know how KD is like this. Social media has melted his brain, man. Like, I don't get how you can, can – can have such a fragility and softness about you when you're this good of a player and you've had so much success in your life, period. And I just, how do you defend yourself to 13 year olds on Instagram comments with a fake account and, <laughs> and then go out here and try to try to posture and pose as, as a, as an all time champion. It's just, it's just sickening to me as a 24 year old guy who works in tech in East Salt Lake, <laughs> who's never sniffed in basketball in his life. But yeah, I don't know. There's there's not enough jokes. No, there's not. I don't have any jokes this pod. Um, but maybe I will in the next segment. Hey, let's get let's move into it. What is that? Speaking speaking, there's too much to talk about tonight. It's gonna be like, it's gonna be. We got a three hour pod. Oh, um, <laughs> strap in, baby. I got a Mountain Dew. Um, so speaking of burner accounts, we're gonna be like two days late on this, but that's okay. I mean, the people who listen to our pod, they're they're not up to date anyway. Um, I'll give a little recap. How about that? Yeah, let's do it. Um, the, the Brian Colangelo story. So for those of you who don't know, and you should know, 20-second recap about the Sixers and the process. Their former general manager, Sam Hinkie, um, went all in on a method of trying to get as many high draft picks as possible so they get as many chances at high-end talent for cheap contracts, i.e. top three picks in the NBA draft. And that involved losing a lot of games by not having a lot of talent in your roster because you're trading for assets and trading for chances. Sam Hinkie's much more than just losing games. I'll defend him because I think he's a great strategist um, in whatever role he is. But the fact of the matter is they, they lose games and we're, and we're open about it. And, you know, for, to all intents and purposes, it kind of worked now with a 52-win season. Regardless, the NBA hated that. And they pretty much forced him out in a mutiny, in a coup, by sta- installing the Colangelo family within the organization as advisors. Longtime basketball family, used to operate the Suns, been around forever. Silver knows him. He's part of the old boys club. And so they force Hinky out. He resigns, but it's pretty much writing on the wall, like, we're going to fire you or you can go out your own way. And they install Brian Colangelo, 52 years old, son of Jerry, trust fund babies, had his whole life, you know, for him, silver spoon, blah, blah, blah. And the Sixers continue on to this point where they've won 52 games and, you know, are looking like a bright team of the future. It's undeniable. And so that brings us to today where there was a story published by The Ringer on Tuesday yeah. about how um, an anonymous source had tipped off one of the readers, Ben Detrick, or one of the writers, and said, hey, I found what I think is five Twitter accounts with fake names and pictures that are tweeting about the players' accounts, about the Sixers, about medical reports, about why things are happening behind the scenes. And I think they're all secretly the general manager of the Philadelphia Sixers. Interesting. And... And they broke the story, and they, they did a lot of news. He used artificial intelligence smart computers to leak up sentence syntax and vocabulary and, and all these different things to, to find a commonality between these accounts. And he's like, it's, it's, to me, it's conclusive. So the anonymous tip said that um, they have the same – they followed like 50% of the same accounts, which involved high school teammates of his son's basketball players, which involved – former colleagues of his in the financial world in Phoenix that he used to work with that involved people within the Sixers organization that no one would know, like sales reps and stuff. All these little points pointing towards um, him having a burner. Um, yeah. 
Um, wait, sorry, I was texting our, our, our guest right now. This is bad radio. I'm sorry, I know it is, but I had to get the text off. Um, anyway, one of it was oh, all these things were linking up for it being Brian Colangelo. And so they 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 called the Sixers and told them about two of the accounts and said, Hey, what is this? What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. And the Sixers were like, We'll look into it. And within an hour, all five accounts went private and went dark. Oh wow. So that was like the smoking gun. So a lot of this happened. I think you've read up on the story. We want to get a special guest in the studio, and we're going to call him in right now. This is my friend Peter Schlady, who is at Stanford right now, works in artificial intelligence and robotics. And we're going to talk to him about what possibly happened to break this case open. So for our next segment, we're bringing on Peter, sponsored by Stanford. DJ's here. Hey, Oak. All right. We're having some technical difficulties. Peter Scott Schlady. Hey, I heard the voice. Hey, what's up? Hey, Peter, SWAT team, Pete. We are so glad to have you on the pod. I am thrilled <laughs> to be brunching. How are you, champ? I'm great. I'm How good. You? Can you hear us? Is your mic working? This might not be working at Peter. all. Peter! What? Got it. Hey, hey, listen. All right, it's free. That's the main point, all right? Can you hear us <laughs> and talk clearly? Okay. Um, I hear you. Okay, uh, we can hear you 60%. 60%. Um, hey, we, we gave you a short introduction before this on the, on the last segment. Um, but maybe can you give us a little 15 to 20 okay. second intro of who you are and, and uh, what you bring to the table today? Um, yeah, I'm Peter Schlady. Uh, I don't, I'm, I'm an engineer. I, I work in artificial intelligence and computer vision um, okay, so. for military applications. All right. Um, I'm bringing. Where, uh, where are you studying at school or where will we be going to? Pete, you're going to Stanford, right? Okay, all right. I just had to get that out of the way. I just yeah, gotta, we fine. got, you got That's a resume, fine. and I want to make sure we're, okay. we're flaunting it for the fans here today. So, Peter Scott Schlady <laughs> is designing robots that will kill us all someday, is what I think, but he doesn't believe that. Um, and so, we kind of broke the story. You read the story today about Brian Colangelo, and you gave me a great text. I just want to say, I've already printed it off and read it to a few friends um, about what you think could have possibly been going down, as they said they used very vaguely about artificial intelligence, um, about how they crack this case. So, Pete, kind of walk us through your thoughts about what would have happened here for them to crack this case wide open. As the, as the expert on the pod, friend of the pod, what would you say here? Yeah, so artificial intelligence, I mean, it sounds like a big scary thing, like the whole robots are coming to kill us, we're all doomed, but the majority of it is just applying some sort of statistics, some sort of uh, a way to mm-hmm. fit a model to data. So in my mind with this person, and I don't know, this is just looking at it and seeing what the, what the author and the ringer wrote, this is how I would have approached it. So, you know, I'm guessing this person, I don't know, maybe they're like a Philly or like a, a Sixers fan. And they're just like, wow, there's some really specific mm-hmm. Mm-hmm tweets like 
because like they gave examples and those are weird and you know all defending Brian Colangelo and and so maybe this person's just like all right well that's odd like I wonder what's up with that account and goes and looks at it and says all right well I wonder like you know I saw KD have a burner account earlier this year and everyone saw that is it possible that someone else is doing it and so you know as far as like machine learning and artificial intelligence applies here most likely i would guess it it, well no i think it does somewhat but it's like it's not like some magical tool that said these five accounts are definitely brian colangelo and anyone who disagrees Mm. is an idiot it's just like Mm. you know you, you could grab one account and say okay well this is following all these weird strange random accounts like it's following people mm-hmm, know, like University mm-hmm. of Chicago basketball team like kind of mm-hmm. random and then we've got people in Canada and then Philadelphia like that it's just a strange cross-section and so I say okay well I don't know like let me figure out if that account's following and interacting with all these other ones let's see who else is interacting with that and um so so what I think the uh machine learning part of it would be is you just would you so Twitter has like a okay. interface that you can use. Um, just hook it up with some code, Ooh. and you can download information. Wait, about really? Accounts about activity about tweets. What information can I get from that? Yeah, they do. Um, I don't know it super well, um, as it's not my field. But if you search Ooh, Twitter okay. API, already sounds uh, like a lot of work. A bunch of documentation but... on it that I was looking at earlier. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, or not. Um, so they probably. Grab this Twitter API and, you know, for account A that I think is a weird, strange account, um, maybe I go look at that University of Chicago basketball player and they only have like 50 followers. And I say, of all those 50 followers, who are all those people following? And then you could just compare okay. them with your original account. You could say, the, if 70% of, these, of the people that these two accounts follow are the same, they might be the same person who's running them. And then, so it, the learning part of it is you have to find some metric that mm. serves to compare the two. So it's kind of low level in terms of the learning world. It's more of a statistics application, but so you start comparing them and maybe you go through and you find like the top 10 accounts that are similar by this metric. And you say, okay, of those top 10, okay, what are they tweeting about? And so there's this thing, it's called sentiment analysis where um, you look and you see, all right, for something someone wrote, is it positive? Is it negative? So you could do it for like movie ratings on IMDb or something. And, you know, you could say, okay, this person wrote these hundred words in general. Is that positive? Um, Because maybe you want to know that you might do that about a company. Like are people talking positively about Wendy's or Walmart or whatever, or do they hate their most recent campaign? So, so then you do that, and okay. that's definitely a machine learning application. And so you go through the tweets of all these similar accounts that are potential, uh, also run by the same person, and you say, okay, they all are talking about Joel Embiid. They're all talking about, and they're all talking about him in this same way. They all have these negative viewpoints at around the same time. And then they all are talking about Ben Simmons and how wonderful he is at about the same time and saying similar things. And you extract all that and you say, okay, well, you have a bunch of accounts that are similar. They follow similar people. They say similar things. 
and the act similarly, and then you go apply your human intuition and look at it and say, all right, let me figure out more evidence. Like those, those things where it's like, um, you know, talking about mm-hmm. Dwayne Wade and Beijing, like a machine learning algorithm is not going to be like, oh, Brian Colangelo was in Beijing in 2008. Like it doesn't have that information, but that's where you have a human. So it kind of points you in the right direction. Then you look yeah, at Yeah, humans say, are better than robots. Right. Yeah, exactly what I've been saying. Yeah. Well, thank you. All right. That's oh, all are. we need to hear. Okay. Okay, I, I, I think I understood all that. Um, Deej, did you understand all that? I got the gist of it. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, I, like, I, you lost I me have a nothing times, to refute I get it with. What I get what's going on. Yeah, exactly. That's my like, thing. I, I don't know enough about <laughs> this to say you're wrong. So, uh, exactly. Like, wow, we're cracking the case wide open. So, in a little spin off of that question, Pete, is LeBron the greatest basketball player of all time? Yeah. Okay, good. All right. Hey. There we go. All right. See, I yeah, understood see? that. Thank you. That was okay. In another spinoff of that tweet, is Brian Colangelo an idiot? Uh, I mean, okay. That's... Yeah, I kind of think so, but because it just seems like what's what's exactly. Uh, well, he's going to defend the size of his shirt collars. You got a, a noble cause needed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that was a um, actually. Yeah, you've been there. missing out on the memes today in the last couple of days. Um, there's been some more sleuthing though, so I'll kind of update you as we go. Um, so a lot of okay. people then went to those five accounts and tried to say, "I forgot my password," right? And then it would say, "Like, send a mm-hmm. you know notification code or whatever to this email address or this phone number." And like three of them all had the last two same mm-hmm. digits of the phone number. It was like nine one or something. All three of them had that same phone number. And then they, they did it to some emails as well that linked it up to like BRC asterisk out at gmail.com. So like, whoa, these accounts are definitely connected. But then there's now another prevailing theory mm-hmm. that I got under, I can't remember how we got here, but then people analyzed the syntax of the three accounts and viewed that it was much more consistent with his Italian wife way of speaking and tweeting. And so they think it was his wife with the three burner accounts while well, he had the other two and were defending each other simultaneously and maybe it wasn't Jerry after all, but it was his wife who was going in on it. And all I got to say is that I like this better than real basketball. This is more entertaining to me. This is unreal. <laughs> and it feels like a game of Clue playing out in real time. And I just don't get how. <laughs> what do you have to gain? What do you win at all? Like you said. Um, okay, but here's the last thing, Pete, that I think you'll have a really good insight into. Yeah. So you read the article, obviously, and you're familiar with Sam Hinkie. We think Sam Hinkie was the one who uncovered the evidence. What do you think? We think he's the anonymous source. I think, I think it's, I mean, it's not outside the realm okay. of possibility. Very partisan answer. Like, okay. Again, like you just yeah. said, I have no you way don't. to Thank you. I'm the take king. So here's the other thing. Do you know what Sam Hinkie's doing right now? Okay, I'm going to tell you. He's no teaching idea. as a guest lecturer at Stanford University in Palo Alto, California. Oh, which I you better think, get there. I think you're familiar with that place. I think. So, yeah, yes. So that's that's my assignment. He would, he, he would easily – oh, he's a loose cannon. He'll tell you whatever you want. So you work in artificial intelligence <laughs> kind of, right? And so does he, right? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, he does. Okay, so you guys probably are like three circles of Kevin Bacon away from each other at least, right? 
Yeah. Okay. So how are yeah. you going to crack this case, Pete? We brought you on here and now we're surrounding you and you got to have answers. Ready? Go. What's your plan? Show well, off your real right human now, intelligence here. Right, right now at Google, Sam Hinkey, Stanford. Okay. Good point. Good point. I'll do it for Stanford. you. So keep talking. Okay. And then, um, I mean, there, it's okay. an open campus. Open like, carry campus. That's understand. not good. I don't Anyone like that. Can go walk into. Not, okay. That's not, not what I said, but okay. Um, but uh, you can go sit down and sit okay. in on any lecture. So I could probably go sit down in one of his classes, and then I'm mm-hmm. only one. Person okay. Can circle away. And then I go up to him afterwards and say, "Hey, <laughs> were you the source for the?" Holy video? crap! Look at you, sure. Look at you, Sherlock Schlady. Yeah. Slady Holmes, that's a good name. Wow. Um, he had some courses this last year, Negotiation Dynamics in Sports, Entertainment, and Media. So I think he probably – do you think he teaches summer classes? Are summer classes big at Stanford? Uh, okay. I don't know, actually. Like, I'm not there yet, but it sounds like for undergrads – Okay, so but you're still on campus. But, um, is he in the yeah, business I think school, so. though? He's a lecturer in management, but – like, you have a Segway. You can get around on campus. You can find it. Oh, I bet you they have yeah. way cooler things than Segways there. Don't you guys have, like, like unicycle Segway? Like, come on, it's Stanford. <laughs> what's, a uni- so close. what's a unicycle Segway? <laughs> you never seen that where they just stand on one side and they just, choo, no handles? Well, isn't, wait. <laughs> okay, yeah, now I'm seeing it. So basically there's no, okay, I hate that. It looks dangerous. No, that looks dope. They're only eight hundred dollars. I bet they have bikes here on campus that you can rent at, in lowly Utah. The Stanford of the Rocky Mountains. Have, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys probably have the cool stuff. I don't know. Uh, I mean, when I was there, everyone was what on kind of bikes? happy bikes. But I mean, just regular bicycles. Okay, I'm googling that. Does that mean anything, code? Hmm. Okay, well that's fine. What are you gonna take around campus? Okay. Uh, probably that. I mean, I'll be All living right. on Sam, campus, Sam will so respect that. Um, here's my last thought for you. I know you got to get yeah. to bed because you got a big day tomorrow. Um, cracking the case wide open. Mm-hmm. We'll send you some gear to wear because I, I, I have some Sixers gear. I have an Embiid jersey that I bought for $14 from China. So I will send that to you. Will you wear it when you meet him? Okay. Man challenge. Man challenge. Yeah. Okay, yeah, great. For sure. Yeah, well, he won't recognize, recognize me. Um, well, he might. Um, do you have a LinkedIn? Okay, I'm gonna add you I myself. But then I want maybe let's see if he's on there too. Because don't you guys use LinkedIn more than other stuff there? I, I okay. Uh, I use it. So if I'm gonna look it, him up right now. Oh wait, are we already connected? Okay. I hope so. I was worried. I, I Pete and I are so. way back, guys. It's been about six years since we've went through the crucible together. Um, Sam Hinkie. Yeah, he's there. I'm gonna connect with him, and then I'll introduce you to him on LinkedIn. Okay. He doesn't have a picture. Yeah. Okay. No, I'll I'll take this. I'll, I got this part. Don't worry. Oh. Um. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I'm the yeah, one in the, the school. Guy. He'll respect me more. Uh. Hey, Pete. Thank you so much for for joining on today. I think that helps gives us some clarity. Um. Where I I've talked to Pete before that I want to have him on for a different episode where I try to convince him that robots are going to kill the human race and he tries to convince me that no they aren't. Um. So Pete, we're going to reschedule that sometime this summer. Okay. All right. Um, any Sounds any closing words? Any hot takes to, to leave the pod with? Um, okay. I don't know. 
Because hey, I got a hot. I got a. I don't know, like, DJ. Yeah, go for it. Okay, fine. Go, go with it. Oh, that's cool. What's your take, Deej? I can't hear him at all. Can you hear him? Okay, you got to give us a take I then. I think he just left. It was so hot, it scorched him. Um, hot take. Brian Colangelo leaves the 76ers in embarrassment. Okay, that's a pretty warm take. Game. That's a pretty cold take, so you got to give us another one. Yeah. Everyone's pretty what? sure he's probably oh, going to be fired tomorrow. Doesn't does have to be about basketball. Like maybe okay. about Star Wars. Hot, okay, hot. Oh, uh, Solo doesn't okay. make it to 500 million. I'll believe that. All right, that's kind of hot. Come prepared, all right? Oh, we'll get you next time. Right. You gotta let me know these hey, things. SWAT Team Pete, right. thanks so well, much. Thank and, uh, have, a, have a great night. Rave till dawn, baby. See you tomorrow. See you. Hey, that segment was brought to you by... Uh, who? What was invented at Stanford? That, sem- that segment was brought to you by the movie The Stanford Prison Experiment. Oh, uh, yeah. We're, we're which we want to we we issue a warning to Pete. If they ask you to get involved, just make sure you're the guard. <laughs> Or just or just deny. I'm trying to find anything because Harvard has Facebook. Um, does Stanford invent anything? The Lopez brothers, Andrew Luck, MySpace, MySpace. Um, I don't know. Stanford invented jealousy because mm. everyone who says I'm going to Stanford, I immediately get jealous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could hear it. There you go. We could yeah. we, we could hear your animosity towards Pete. Um, hey, hey, check it. So this is the take before I cut. Oh yeah, right before I cut out. I don't know what happened there. Uh, my headphones unplugged and I couldn't get them. Uh, I couldn't get back in for some say reason. Say Okay, let's hear here's my here's my here's my take, bro. LeBron will be the Finals MVP. I think this is the year where everyone just kind of, because last year, let's be honest, he probably should have been the Finals MVP. KD played well, but the Finals MVP probably should have went to LeBron last year for averaging a triple double. Um. I I honestly think if it, if if this okay I'll I'll put a disclaimer if it's six games six games or more LeBron is the Finals MVP okay because the only way that they get to six games is him just putting in these epic performances night after night now if it's a sweep I mean yeah it's pretty easy to forget about a, a fifty one point you know. so so if okay I just got to double check so if LeBron averaged like a thirty five eight and five. In a six-game series, do you think he should get an MVP? No doubt, because the so those numbers are five what, would be yeah. That's that's what KD averaged last year. Oh, switches okay. up on you. <laughs> How? How? Because because I tricked you. Because that's what I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, but, I know, but my point is, I'm just KD saying KD deserves thirty. Yeah, KD deserves. Oh, oh, last from year. last year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know you were on in that a five game last movies. year. I remember you talking well, about I'm that. Like, but but I'd... 2015, I'd give it to LeBron. I mean, how, I did, think... how did you not? Then how did you not give it to LeBron last year? He was a triple double. Because well, KD he had also 40 had 30, games. 35, eight and five. I think it has to be a combination of you being so much greater because you lost. You know, you still lost as well as a player like in 2015. Steph, the last game had like 17 points. You know, and they give it to Andre Iguodala. So in, in that year, I think what LeBron did, even though it was on pretty bad efficiency, is different. You just it, it's got to. I mean, if KD averaged thirty five eight and five this year, I still think they'd probably they'd probably give it to him. I don't know if I would. I, this is all conjecture, I guess. Too, we got to let the yeah. let, let the series play out. I mean, right now, yeah, of course, LeBron he's averaging a fifty one eight and eight. I think stats don't lie. Um, so, 
I don't. I, I yeah. I remember. I remember having this argument with you last year about KD and because yeah, KD did play a good series, but I don't know. It's just hard. It was, and yeah, KD might have deserved it, but to me, last year was the finals. Le- LeBron was the finals MVP. He he really has been the finals MVP yeah. just about every finals he's played in, barring except 2007 and 11. Ooh, I'm scrolling the timeline while we're going through. Skip Bayless. Yeah, I tweeted that. Just like in the Warriors. Love to see it. I know. I saw that. No, but that was my take. So, yeah, I see what you did. Like, KD, did he deserve it last year? I don't care. I don't I don't care. I honestly do not care about this, the Warriors. Well, yeah, everything <sighs> for me that the Warriors do feels like it is what it is. It, I mean, it's cheapened. It's, it's, it's tainted jewelry, as I say. Yeah. And it's just yeah. like, I don't deny that these players are good. I don't deny it is. And, and you, know, you have the right to, to go wherever you want in, in free agency, whatever. But it's just like, I, this team just feels too much. And I, I will keep saying that. That's fine. That this is what they are. Yeah. And, but with that comes my expectation that, honestly, you should not have – you should have beat this Cavs team by 20 points tonight. And you should beat them by 20 points every single night. And so with that You know what's interesting? My, yeah. my perception of you changes – as a as a as a as a team, as players and whatnot, that you got even this close to a team that is starting Jeff Green and George Hill and Jordan Clarkson's playing twenty minutes and you have the talent assembled that you have, those expectations that were established for you, that was a great drink and gulp right there. Thank you. That was perfect form. I'm not I'm not being sarcastic. <laughs> I wow. Sounds like I'm in a in the recording booth. Um so that's that's what happens when the expectations change. If you're gonna put yourself as a seventy three win team and then add an MVP that's where you have to reside. And, and I'm sorry. That's, that's what it is. I expect you to spank the Cavs and LeBron to still get 40 points a game, but that's just the reality of what comes with the position. And they didn't. And they won't, it looks like. So yeah. if they win, you know what? You if, know if they lose the series, good, gracious, lousy Hannah, if the Warriors no, lose, I've said I don't know this, how you recover. I've said this before. If, if somehow the Cavs can pull this off, it's the greatest feat in sports. Sports. Mm-hmm. Not, not the NBA. Not just you know the recent history of the it is sports in general yeah like like to me it go it would go like the 1980 u.s beating Soviet, soviets yep. in, in hockey uh the 25 point comeback of the patriots in in a matter of what 25 minutes or something i don't remember that game the super bowl <laughs> forgot it happened. But, uh, but yeah i mean it's it is right up there um last thing about this and then i see move on to some new segments i but, agree the Warriors actually shot better than the Cavs. <gasps> I, go look at the percentages. They shot better than the Cavs. If that, I mean, that is so amazing that one player carried that workload. And, the, I mean, uh, last I checked, Curry had 29, KD had 26, and Clay had 24. Like, any other night, that's a 20 or 30-point win for, for the Warriors. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean – I mean, the more the more I look back at that performance by the Cavs and especially LeBron, it's like I, you can get these guys. I don't know. I don't want to sound like you know just way too confident, but I don't know, man. I mean, I think we're in for a wild one. I and I hope so. I don't want. I mean, last year was was so boring. <laughs> it was pitiful. It was just like, all right, I, I switched to Planet Earth at halftime. So two thoughts, and then let's move on. One, okay. I would like to apologize to the residents of the Sugar House Buffalo Wild Wings for my language tonight. Um, <laughs> may have said a lot of things in anger. Um, Dude, if I, if, I wasn't watch, if I wasn't watching that game with my mom and dad, oh my gosh. It was. I learned what swear words my friends couldn't, couldn't handle coming out of my mouth. Um, <laughs> and then lastly, thought experiment. 
What would have happened if one of Jordan's teammates did what Jared did tonight? I or Kobe's. We, well, I, I, we would have seen a murder on the court. I agree. I agree. Jordan would have wasted no time and just gone up and just squished his head like a grapefruit. Just Thanos him. Just like, all right. Oh, I'm I sure. I don't have time for this. Yeah. Can you imagine the look that Kobe would have given Jay? Well, I mean, we saw the look that LeBron gave him. And LeBron yeah. is a little teddy bear. He's not a teddy bear. But uh, Kobe would have. Kobe would have ripped out his Achilles with his teeth. I, it would have been brutal. I this this game, like, we'll we'll talk about this in twenty years. This is an all time NBA moment, and and so that's why it deserves thirty minutes of the pod today. Is that and what's sad? What what I think is sad about is it's lost in Jr's boneheadedness. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That play, that single play, yeah. like that will be discussed and seen forever. That is going to be the most Jr play of all time. Sorry. Oh yeah, that's just it the is. truth. One hundred percent. I mean, his 360 layup in Denver was pretty dope. But um, other than that, like, this is, this is the defining moment for the rest of his career. And that's just sorry. So, um, but you know what isn't too bad? The Stanley Cup finals. Yes. Do you have anything to Wait, say? Wait, are you serious? I, I, have, I have nothing to say. <laughs> so entertaining. I haven't watched dude. it. I was, I was busy. It's fun. That's about all I, I can say. Date I don't know night. much about hockey, but I know it's cool. Who, you got a rooting interest? You got a rooting interest? I've always liked Alexander Ovechkin, so okay. I'm more of a capital. Yeah, so. we've always been looking out for the ugly guys. We we, we rep. Yeah, it feels right. good to see a brother with a smashed face be successful. I support him. And some and two teeth. He made it out of the club. We we support our old brethren. Um, That's right. Maybe I'll watch a game. We'll have some takes. We'll see. Might sit on him. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's about it. Sports winding down. Anything in baseball? You want to give us an update? Um, so okay. there's, I don't, I don't know about updates. I think that it's worth noting, uh, that the playoffs are kind of like as much as they can right now, they're kind of, everything's kind of like shaping up. The funnest part about baseball is you're like, just looking at it from outside in is that the Yankees and the Red Sox have stayed both at the top of their division. Mm-hmm. So, you know, between the Yankees, the Red Sox, and the Astros, those are your three best teams right now, and that's where the World Series will come out of. Yeah. Um, the the MVP is going to be Trout. Okay. The guy's on another level right now. Like, hmm. honestly, a newcomer it's, to it's, the scene. No, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like everyone's talking, and LeBron has got his due for sure, but Mike Trout is like far and away the best player ever. Like ever. It, it's crazy. Isn't Ever. he only like 23? And, and he, he, no, he's like 26, 27. And he's getting better is the crazy thing. It's like LeBron. Like, like we're just seeing – in sports, we're seeing these new levels of, of just greatness. And for me, it's a treat. And so that's, that's really my only thing to say about baseball. And that might be a little bit of Angels bias coming in, but that's about it. When I Google Mike Trout, the first story is, yes, he's amazing, but Mookie Betts still isn't Mike Trout. And I'm glad they told me that because I wasn't even thinking it. But now I know. Mookie Betts isn't oh, Mike yeah, Trout. Oh, yeah, Mookie Betts is no Mike Trout, yeah. Yeah, because okay. Mookie, okay. I mean, there's there's the second MVP, right? Like, he's second in MVP voting Mookie, for me. Mookie Betts still ain't even Mookie Betts himself. Mookie. <laughs> I like I mean, the name Mookie it, Betts. How's it going to be? Oh, oh, well, I actually typed Cookie Betts, which hmm, I'd be, I'd be interested in that. Hey, Cookie Betts are no if Mike gambling Trout. was legal. Mookie Betts, it's, he's it's going to be. Who yeah. is he? He's a 25-year-old. He was, he's, a, um, he's an outfielder for the he's Red Sox. Born in Tennessee. 
Uh, All right, let's move on. Let's stop talking about the Red Sox. Okay. Um, my last thing, I tweeted like last week about Boston fans. Um, that I was like, I have no like sympathy for Boston fans in no, any you sport. Shouldn't. I thought this is an excellent tweet because I'm like, they have never known famine, and and they haven't. No. And then some dude is like, you're telling me home of the Red Sox have never known famine? I'm like, boy, shut up! Y'all have won three titles in like 14 years. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. I don't care what happened in 1974. Like, you weren't even no, alive there, of course. dude. Like, the 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 curse is gone. Like you're not a cursed franchise. You spend two hundred million dollars every year on on your salary. It's laughable, dude. The curse laughable. is gone, and it's never coming back. Yeah, no. They're they're they're. And the other thing is, they weren't like a were they weren't like a bad team forever, were they? No, they were still competitive in those eighty six yeah. years. They were just snake bitten. Snake bitten would be the right word. I don't think they're cursed. The Cubs were cursed. They were oh, hundred percent. Yeah, I would yeah, take the Cubs were. I'd bad. take snake bitten. Yeah, but snake bitten, like they were there. They were there in some situations, but they would, could never seem to pull it Listen, out. But I would love to be snake bitten. Are you kidding me? <laughs> rather than, yeah, yeah. than nothing and no, known by nobody, rather than the, rather be starved to death and famineized. Two thousand famineized the word. It is now. Dictionary.com out here tweeting. Um, I feel like I need to set up a burner account. Nope. But I won't do anything. I just it I won't... just want one. It feels like everybody's it got won't... one. Everyone might have one, but it won't take this artificial intelligence to ultimately. That's true. I can't let the robots kill me. Yeah. Do you think robots are going to kill us? No. Why not? Have you ever seen iRobot, bro? Yeah, actually. Humans always win. Okay. I I don't know. Have you read iRobot? No. The book's book's better because A, it's completely different. And B, I sound annoying. But um, it's really good. Anyway, I think robots are going to kill me someday. Um, last, there's no other sports takes, are there? No, let's move on to what I really okay, want to Okay, what do you about. want to talk about? That's true. I agree. Go. I oh, think you know. I know. Ocean's 8 comes out in one week. I'm pretty hyped. Good heavens. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hurt you. Okay. Just go, go. Off, go off. And let's, why are we ruining that franchise? Ugh, I'm excited. I think it'll shit. be cute. It'll be fun. I shouldn't say uh-huh. cute. I think you'll go and you'll like it. I'll only like it because Rihanna. Come on, you like what, who do you not like in the cast? No, it's not the cast. It's just that, like, if you so, if you ask me, Ocean's Thirteen was a little unnecessary. Oh, I agree. So, but, but I mean that be, that's because it felt like the same people doing the same stuff. This is a new cast. I mean, I I wish we could have it just as a movie without the Ocean's tag, just because I love heist movies. They're so fun to me. Yeah, I yeah. love it because every time I know that they're gonna tell us the whole plan. But it'll be a secret fake plan every time, and I still fall for it. I love it. Exactly. Like in, in Ocean's, like, in Ocean's so Eleven, smart. I can't remember what they did in Ocean's Eleven, but Ocean's they faked 11, it they, somehow, right? They, they. Uh, sorry for those who have seen it, but they, they do <laughs> the robbery alert for a fifteen-year-old movie. They yeah. show, they show them the re- the recording of the robbery, and they actually perform it during the day, not during the fight. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. And yeah, and yeah. even then, like every time I'm watching it on TNT on Saturday afternoon at three you're just o'clock, like, like, whoa. Danny Ocean, you son of a... I can't believe it. So, I just love heist movies. I love them all. Yeah. So, all right, just start. Go where you want to talk about. Okay. So, push a T, just absolutely... It's it's finally... No, it's... No, I'm about to say, it's finally happened that Drake has been exposed for being this emotional... Not even a rapper. He's not even a rapper. He's... To me, he's like an artist. He's a celebrity. Yeah, he's like a singer, like an R&B singer, and he he says, like, I'll be honest, I like a lot of Drake's stuff. I like, 
and and I've known for a long time that he ghost writes or whatever that he doesn't write his own stuff, you know, because just mm-hmm. I mean I just it's common sense, right? He's not he's not a rapper, that's why. So like people write stuff and he performs it. He's a good performer. Mm-hmm. So I'm so glad that like an OG, a rapper went after him. Like Meek going after him, that was more. I felt like that was like over Nicki Minaj, but whatever. I don't know. I wasn't really involved in that beef. But this Pusha T beef, because Pusha T is an actual rapper and like went there, went to a place that nobody really wanted to go before. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's so entertaining. So I, I still, so when I, when it first came out, when Drake dropped the, the freestyle response, like within the 20 minutes, like yeah. rap has changed and I'm going to sound like an old head. Like rap has definitely changed and it's about money. It's about profit. That's what the game is. No matter yeah. what people want to say, 30 years ago, it was about, yeah, sometimes people killed each other, you know? You know, Suge yeah. Knight, shout out. But now it's like, it's all in the game. Because I think Drake was in Wyoming for like a week. And so all the things were kind of piecing together that this was kind of a fake beef and I could kind of see it. Um, because it drove the hype when, when Drake's Droppy Freestyle came out. Drove the hype, gave Push definitely more streams, gave Drake more. You know, they all have an album coming out within a month. Which actually, Connie's album's out right now. Did really? You know that? It's out right now, no. yeah. People have been streaming it. On I, title? Oh, even dumber. <laughs> Let me look him up. I haven't muted on Twitter, but I'll still look him up. Um, SoundCloud. No, you have to download the Wave Media app to watch the album. Of course, of course. I'm like, I don't, I don't even have the storage space. Um, anyway, he has 81 followers that I know. Ooh. Kanye. Yeah. Anyways, back to it. Back to it. So I thought it was manufactured, and there still might be some manufacturing to it, but <laughs> Drake came up and said, look at you, you're washed, you got nothing left, you're a crap rapper, and just like, ha, 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 laughed at him. Then Pusha T said, listen, you're a trash human being, your father is horrible, your mother is loveless, you fathered a child that you will not take, you're perpetuating the stereotypes of black males everywhere, you're not even taking on the, the, the shackles of real racism and attacking it this way, look, you did blackface, look at that, you're a horrible person, I will kill your dog, I will kill your family, and I hope I just stand over your grave, bleeding, laughing, and crying in the end of the day, so it's like, oh. <laughs> That's literally what happened. Pusha, Pusha, oh. <laughs> Pusha did it, in a, he did it in like, in like, just. And it a little like rhythm this, and syntax. Exactly. It wasn't angry. So like other diss tracks, No Vaseline, Hit Em Up. Ether. Uh, Eminem, Ether. Eminem has a couple diss tracks. Like they're angry, Chip right? Skylark, yeah. And the thing that I love about... Oh my gosh. <laughs> Icky Vicky, yes. So. Icky Vicky, yeah. There we go. Yeah. But the thing I loved about Pusha is Pusha did it in Drake's style. Like that's what was so cool to me about it. He was very relaxed, like... Drake dropped his freestyle and everyone like the big thing about Drake's freestyle that everyone went crazy over was like he sighed. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's like everyone's like, you could just tell he's so upset, like he's tired of everyone playing with him. And then like Pusha just gets like just goes right back and a track that in my opinion has Drake written all over it to do his style of rap and just goes after him. And you know what is my favorite thing is Drake I don't think Drake has an answer. <laughs> Well, I, I don't know if what, ghostwriters have an answer. What <laughs> what do you what do you say back to that? Because amidst the funny thing is, is not only did he mention all that stuff about his family, but then he's basically saying like your producer, your producer. Oh, that like, was yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> is living on borrowed time, like like OVO forty. He he is my phone right now. My phone is on six percent. It's borrowed time. Oh, That's geez. what OVO is on well, right now. We got to wrap up the pod. Jeez. 
Um, but here's the thing. I don't know. Like, go ahead. And 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 you you hit what I love to say about Drake because I love Drake. I think he's funny. I think he's entertaining. I, I think I like I his too. music. I listen to Nice for what eight times a day still, and I do all these things. But he's never been, and he never will be like an all time rapper. And the thing about it to me no. is that's okay. That I don't care. Yep. Like, yep. um, that's why I think it's laughable when I see people like list Drake in like a top three rapper alive. I'm like, ah, is he though? Like, he 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 isn't. He performed Hotline Bling. He's not. Um, Dude, he's and, a pure entertainer. And that's okay, because I am entertained by him. I agree. I like him on me, SNL. I like the Hotline Bling music video. I cannot wait. I got floor seats for his concert in July. It's going to be so fun. And a oh, little flex fun. there. A little flex. Hey, girls, I got disposable yeah. income. Hit me up. And, and, but the truth of the matter is, I don't think Drake is going to respond. I think he's just going to make some hits that people are going to listen to at the club. And honestly, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of shrug and walk away. Like, my, these aren't my lives. <laughs> I don't have to get involved in this. I think, you know, Push Up bodied him. And I think Push is a great rapper either. But I, I, I've changed, you know, like I say rap is different now, but so are rap listeners. I don't feel a need to like pick a side. <laughs> like yeah. Push or kill them. But guess what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blast. Um, oh, what's the name of his new album? I forgot. It just Daytona? Daytona, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bump Daytona. I'm going to bump his old stuff. I'm going to listen to Scorpion in a couple weeks when it comes out. I'm going to listen to it all. And that's what it is. And so I don't mind. So regardless of the content in the end, it still gets, even if I don't think that they faked it, they still get the outcome of them faking it. They get more attention, more clicks, more hits, more streams, yep. more money. Cause straight up McGregor Mayweather, like they both were laughing their way to the bank. Doesn't matter. Oh, like, like dude. <laughs> you think they cared? McGregor walked away yeah. with like a hundred million dollars. Like, I don't care. You can beat me in two rounds. You know, obviously they're not going to let that happen. There'll be some entertainment, but like they, they, it's about the bag, you know. Yeah, hundred percent. It always has been, and it's been. It's fun though, but like, so that's that's kind of why I'm more partial to like, '90s rap, '80s '90s uh-huh. rap because it was a bit like angry kind of rap where it's like gangster rap. That's that's my style. Yeah. And today you just don't see that, and those who see it like they just get exposed as you know fakes or posers or whatever, which kind of sucks. And basically, we can blame Twitter for all this, but I at can, least I can blame is, Twitter for a lot of things. I agree. At least, at least Twitter, what what Twitter does do is it makes stuff fun, and it's making this be fun. Yeah, makes stuff fun, melts my brain. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's all we're good. very pro Twitter pod here. It's, it's literally so, why our pod exists. So here's my yeah. So let's should we score it? Score this beef. Uh, uh, so, give me. <laughs> I, I want to score it on. I want to score it on shots landed. Okay, because so, I still think Drumpy Freestyle was pretty good. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But like, so if you asked me on Saturday, I'd be like, "Yeah, Drumpy was really good. It was a pretty good diss track." Yeah. But then, like now, it kind of feels like. So ah, that's what I want. Like to, a one out of but, ten. But <laughs> I, I think there are elements. So, so infrared to me is like, it just kind of basically like tip off, right? It gets it started. So he gets one for infrared. Plus, he pointed out stuff that people already know. Uh-huh. Um, and that's the first one saying Drake has ghostwriters. So, Drake, I think Drake gets, I think, Duppy Freestyle. Is it Duppy or Druppy? Either one. You get... Or Puppy. <laughs> yeah. So, so here's what I think. I think he gets three points for that. Okay. Three points because he does kind of go, he's like, you're not even top five, five as far as your label goes. I think that's a good line because... Be, only people who like really like good music, the label, know who Pusha T is. Other mm-hmm. than that, everyone's like, "Who is this guy?" You know. 
I think that was a good line. Um, I think the part where he's talking about ghost writing and, and he says that he helped on Father Stretch My Hands and, and Life of Pablo. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's the dumbest part because he just admitted to writing the worst verse on that album. <laughs> right? So that's what I'm saying. So, like, I don't asshole. know. Yeah. It's like, uh, thanks for I taking credit for the worst part of that album. I don't know how true that is. I hope um, it's not for his sake. <laughs> but he could have, he could have, like, if he would have left that out or left Kanye out of it, I think he could have come up with some more stuff. But overall, I give Duffy Freestyle three. So it's three to one. I'm Ooh, upset. Da- most out. dangerous lead in sports. Most dangerous lead in sports. Which, but here's the turn. I think I'm upset comes out, and while it wasn't geared towards uh, Pusha, it was kind of geared towards the industry itself. Like Drake thought he was cool because Pusha T hadn't responded, right? But Pusha T was on his Kyrie shiz, right? Yeah, yeah. So at this point, I'm upset is out. It's three to one. Everyone's like, oh, Drake, don't mess with Drake. What are these people going to learn? And then story of Adadin, Adadin, Adidon. Uh, Adidon. Yeah, it's whatever you want. We know what you're doing. He gets, Pusha T gets five points for this. For the song? And I'll tell you why. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, 100%. He gets five points. So for those keeping at home, it's 6-3. He's doubled it. I think the most ruthless thing he did was expose Drake's Adidas line. That is like now, like because Drake's about to about to start a clothing line, and now he can't because everyone already knows the name. Destroyed. Like of everything, of everything that happens, like all the slander about his family. Yeah, that's like normal bat rattle bat uh, rap battle stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> like when you and you, you and you're freestyling with your friends or doing something. You know, just messing around. Yeah, you go after people, and that's it's all fine and dandy and fun. But this guy like went after his wallet. Yeah, hit him where <laughs> hit him in the bag. It's like it's like search. It's a surgical summer. Summer it really is. Like he went after him like where it actually hurts. Mm. So I don't know. I give right now. I don't know if Drake will fire back. I hope he does. But it's six to three right now for those keeping score. And and if you ask me, the longer Drake waits, the bigger the score gets. This might be an unrecoverable. Uh, but for the man. I don't think he needs – I don't think recovery matters to, to what his brand no, is. No, I, yeah, and I get, I get your point where, like, he could just keep making hits and, and everyone will forget about it and still listen to him. But... And I think he will, though. I don't know. I, yeah. I just think, like, I don't, I don't know if we're getting a response. He, he, he walked back the, the blackface photo on Instagram and gave a full detailed account of, hey, it wasn't me. It was actually my friend as well from Sudan. I know. He told on his friend. <laughs> what the here's heck? Here's his address. Let me know. Here's his unpaid parking ticket from 2011. Guys, help me out. And, and so he, he walked it back a little bit in that regard. But I just don't know if there's going to be a response um, just because I'm like, I, I, I think – I think Drake would hopefully no. Uh, he's probably like Draymond doesn't know. <laughs> he's he's getting bodied individually, but he's gonna win yeah. sales wise because I mean yeah, Scorpion's still gonna be streamed the second it drops by everyone who cares. Um, although I think I think that's a terrific name for the album. I think it's fantastic. We don't Scorpion? we don't talk about Scorpions enough. How cool are Scorpions? Scorpions are cool. The smaller they are, the more dangerous. That's a fun fact. I, I need to know yeah. that as the newest. Here's. Exhibit Educator, the Loveland Living Planet Aquarium. Here's my question to you, okay. Blake. Yeah, just to me or to anyone else? No, to you. If you were Drake, how would you respond? What would you do? Um, uh, would you, so, like, say – here's what would, you, what would you do? That's what I'm saying. I don't think I'd respond. I don't need uh, – You really don't? Like, 
Well, I mean, I have, I'd have my, uh, I'd have my Ghost Riders putting double shifts. I, I put the private investigator on Pusha T's life. Like, guys, we got to get some dirt here. We got to find out anything. Did he, did he miss parole? Did he cheat on his fourth grade test? Like, guys, I need something. Um, there's, there's, that's the only way. I mean, I'd be, I'd be looking to respond, but also accepting like. I don't know if I have anything because if Drake just doesn't do anything else, like for the next week, listen, a Twitter year is about six hours, right? So yeah. We've had a funny couple past Twitter years so far already this week. And so that's the thing is like, we had the Colangelo news drop the same night news or, or the, or the push of freestyle and stuff. And um, then we have the finals and then we have, solo out and, and there's just so much that happens in the world we have kim k meeting with donald trump in the oval office which is a sentence that i never want to say in my life and yet here i am there's so much stuff that goes on nowadays i mean yeah. we'll be we'll be forgetting about it by flag day and that's just the fact is like he can probably just let it slide by and move into the weekend and and that's it and you know if this was 1995 a it would have been like three months between each song and, yeah. and we would have played it for weeks straight and whatnot and and there would have had to have been a response or else Drake would be done. But now with the hyper virality of just the world, it's like, uh, business as usual. That's a good point. So and that's the other thing is Drake I don't need Drake to be a body guy. Like I don't need him like I did love back to back. That was great. And then it was so funny at OVO Fest when he just dissed Meek in like twenty different memes and like a PowerPoint presentation. Like Bill Gates getting the co sign on that on that burn. But um I don't need him to be that. I need him to give me nice for what I need him to give me songs that I dance to and then tapes with future. And then, and then sometimes songs that make me think about my ex in my driveway. Like that's what it is with Drake. And we've discussed it eight times. That's who he is. If uh, like yeah. Pusha, I was hoping for him to respond because this is Pusha's life. Pusha's about that. And so good for him. I'm glad I'm into it. So I just, I think we're going to move on. And that's gonna be it. Does this does this open the door for more diss tracks? Yes, uh, in, there should be. Is there any other beefs going on? Any other beefs in the in the league? In... I don't know, but I don't know. But Drake seems to be at the head of a lot of them. Should we make one up for somebody? Start some rumors. Let's get a burn. Okay, there's yes, your burner. There's burner. Make a burn. Make a burner and start. We'll get a blue check for the burner, mm-hmm. and then we'll try to create a rap beef. And then, if you ask me, I think I think a fun beef. Let's okay. Before we are we almost done. Yeah, we what should be. We yeah, have? we should be. Okay. I'm trying yeah. to look if there's anything Let's, else, but it's literally just before we before we go. Think think real quick about one rap beef you want to see. Okay. Um, today's rap. Today's rap. Let me think. Um, I just don't know if, who's got who's got enough personality. Um, do you listen to Do you listen to Nipsey Hustle? I know him. Yeah, I don't listen to him constantly, but okay, he's cool. I want. I, I kind of want Mason Ramsey. Uh, Mason Ramsey on. and Little Dicky. No, no. Here's what I would want. I would want YG. I would want YG versus somebody like, like Twenty One Savage. Okay. I think that'd be cool. I know they've done songs together, though. I, I'm pretty sure they've yeah. done songs together. Everyone's, but I think it's a buddy buddy world, you know. Exactly, and that's kind of what sucks about the rap game, though, too, which is kind of why this beef is so entertaining. But I don't know. I I, I want I want someone from the West Coast to beef with somebody like one of these mumble rappers from the South. I don't think they'd care. I don't think they'd even know what's going on. Um, Okay, I don't know who the other half of this, but what I do want is I want someone to actually try to go at Kendrick. I want that to happen. 
because Kendrick pulled up with Control in 2013 Control. and just yes. bodied on everyone. But no one else has really like had a real beef with Kendrick about anything. That's what I want to see. So it's kind of like Eminem. Yeah, no one's really maybe, beef with may, Eminem. Maybe maybe it's maybe it's kind of like stay away. Except Eminem's kind of washed now. I mean, he did have Ed Sheeran on his How, last album, so I'm gonna hurt you. I'm gonna hurt you. Go listen to Caterpillar. Royce to five nine. He just dropped an album. Oh, I do love Ryan. Royce. I do love Royce. Go well, okay. Well, go listen to Caterpillar. Him and Eminem. Tell me Eminem's washed after that. Uh, I probably still will. No. I'll do my best. Eminem, Eminem is washed. That's p- p- probably your worst take. No, dog. I can washed. Yes, washed. I, I I can understand. Like, what do you? Well, what do you mean by washed? He just doesn't have it anymore. Did you listen to his latest album? Okay, you are a buffoon. Eminem. Eminem doesn't have it. Genius.com, Mirror.com, Capital Extra, Eminem, Washed Up and Old, Washed Up I can time. understand. I can understand you saying like, like, yeah, he does. I mean, he's not producing hits like he used to because nobody's listening to him or the, or the industry is changing, but the dude can still rap. I, I mean, what do you mean? Like his new stuff? Yeah. I mean, I just... I, I really See, think the, rap is a young man's game in, in all of life. I think like I think Kanye is, is, is on that descent now in his life. I think Eminem's forty five years old. Jay Z definitely is in my eyes. I think it just so, happens. And Eminem is forty five years that's old. That's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. Is your definition of wasp, you said he doesn't have it anymore, meaning he can't rap anymore. Okay. Which I disagree with. I I think he one thousand percent can still rap. I mean, he can rap better than me, sure. Why is Steve Nash trending? Because he showed up in the TV. You know what? I'm going to let you sit on that. No, I'm not. Sit I'm not changing take. my take. Well, you should. No, you should. You're... You should think about think about what you've said. I just there's a lot of Eminem wash. You search it on Twitter. It's it's popping. Twitter is not my Bible. Okay, what is? The Bible. Okay. <laughs> okay. Tell me what it says about Eminem, and then get back. It says respect your elders, honor thy father and thy mother. Well, my daddy's father Kendrick, of the rap game. Right? I I don't even I, want to re-listen to his album. I just felt like all I right. just he's who? been rich I'm for not, twenty years. Who he's Eminem? got nothing? Yeah. Although Eminem? everyone's everyone's Dude, rich in the game now. I'm just trying to get you. I'm I don't even care if you listen to his thing. I'm just trying. You had the audacity to say that Eminem cannot rap. What do you mean by that? Like. Can he perform his songs from 1999? Is that what no, you want I'm to say? No, conf- I'm confused by I'm confused by what you mean by it. I don't think he produces good stuff anymore. Which is amazing to me. The same, it's never changed. So, like, how can you say it was the stuff that's good in a ba- in, back in whenever you know 2002, 2003 is different? It's it's never changed. I'm gonna have to listen to this caterpillar song. I'm reading his lyrics right now. What you got for me, Em? His style of rap has never changed. Is my point. He's always been. He's always been able to rap fast and weird, and and that's what's made him popular. I need you to listen to Caterpillar. I'm looking at it. I want to hear it. And and if you like Royce to Five Nine, Royce to Five Nine has two good verses in that well, song. I, I'm excited to. I'm excited to listen to two thirds of the song tonight. Book of Shut Up. You just you kind of went after my whole to get to life it. right there, dude. If you're gonna identify yourself as an Eminem stan, stan, like, come on, man. I am a stan. I already know I'm Ugh. a stan. Couldn't be me. 
What's his album called? Revival. Look at these. Look at these know. features. Ed Sheeran, ex ambassadors, Alicia Keys. Yuck. Yeah. Uh, okay. Just one of the best voices. Pink. Of the past thirty years. Pink. Pink is great. Regina Spector helped write a song. Ooh. Dude, Ed Sheeran. The Migos have done a song with Ed Sheeran. And do you hear me defending them? I'm saying, you, are the Migos washed? I, I don't know if they were ever clean. I don't know if they were up oh, there. Oh, come on, the Migos. The Migos. Are I do like that. them, but like, I don't ever include them in like a a, a a talent of all time. Whereas Eminem is. It's the same thing with the Warriors. Eminem has high expectations. He's the greatest of all time. A greatest of all time. Excuse me. You heard that. You heard that pronoun usage. Migos is not. So it's like I don't mind. Like little Uzi Vert is not in, in contention just, for anything for me. To, if I'm going to be honest, that's a lazy take that Eminem is washed because I don't think you've done much research. Well, you're just saying he's not. I don't think anyone's doing research on either side here. No, I obviously. When's the last time you listened to an album? I listened or, to his, you have you obviously you haven't you haven't listened to his new stuff. He's on new features. I listened to his album <laughs> last one that came out. What's, Blake, what's think, Pitchfork saying? I think you need to. I really think you should rethink. Many this bland tape. hooks and cringeworthy punchlines. Revival is another late career album that does little for his legacy. He'll be back, don't you worry. I hope he's not. I hope he. I hope he rides off in the sunset. Comes a venture capitalist. I'm about to hang up on you. Yeah, you need to. You're at, you're at two percent, Chief. Four. <laughs> Your battery is, is all right. Shout out to that. Sevens or eights or what are you on? Ten? Eight. Oh. All right. You know what? I feel like we've gone on too long on this. I, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna kindly ask Blake, uh, for those of you still listening, I'm gonna kindly ask Blake to reconsider. And if he doesn't, then I challenge you to a rap duel. Eight mile style. Uh, I don't need to do that. <laughs> what will I gain? Other than you'll the gain, laughter of the you'll gain this loss. Listen, I performed. You've seen me perform at uh, at Popev. You've seen Julie Valenciano. You know I got the quick with the quick line. Quick with the quick. You're, you're aware. Everyone, thanks for listening tonight. I'm gonna maybe listen to one song of Eminem's before I go to bed because it's 11:57 and I'm still mad. I honestly don't know if I'll be able to get to sleep tonight after this game. I will. <sighs> I gotta I gotta go take a walk. Take a take a lap around. But thanks for listening, yeah. everybody. Um, I'm going to be trying to – we're going to have a, a fun, interesting pod come up this weekend. So uh, keep your ears peeled and your eyes in the app, baby. DJ, DJ doesn't go. know about it yet. I'm going to text him about it after this. Okay, that'll be great. All right. Thanks for tuning in, baby. It's been Big Baller Brunch, y'all. Love y'all. Love you. Keep it. And rave till dawn. If you get a rebound, go up with it. That's all I'm saying. Hey, you're probably going to rave till dawn if you can't I'm, sleep. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rage till dawn. That's going to be it. There you Being go. Being my feelings. All Take right, care, buddy. everybody.